welcome everybody. You're on Mind Your Biz, and we have Tomas in the building, and he's gonna let us mind his biz so we can learn more about what he's doing and um, his high-tech ideas and innovations. So Tomas, tell everybody who you are, where you're from, and what you're doing. We all want to hear about it. Okay, hello, hello everybody. Uh, my name is Tomas Svoboda, and I'm from the Czech Republic. It's a small country in, in the center uh, of uh, Europe, and uh, uh, my specialization is uh, in technologies. Yeah, I'm enthusiast uh, for maybe any modern technologies uh, um, since I was very, very young, uh, young child. So uh, even I'm young now because I'm 30, uh, I... Um, have a lot of experiences in, in different technical fields and it helps me to connect the things and ideas together and mix it into some new innovations, new products. And that's what I'm doing now because I, I used to have some company and start some own project, but uh, then I sold it and move, uh, moved forward to help um, uh, factories uh, to bring some new innovations if they uh, need uh, the different view and uh, create some new product or product line uh, or change something in, in the processes which is related to industry for the zero, especially so some digitalization of uh, their industry. So I can help them to analyze the environment and recommend some, uh, something what to do different. Yeah, I <laughs> cannot, uh, cannot say. Uh, uh, better because uh, they do it uh, as best as they can, but sometimes they're missing the different view. Yeah, and that's what I'm trying to do. And uh, uh, instead of that, I'm also uh, doing on my some personal projects, which is related to blockchain and uh, software architectures. So I'm experimenting with some adoption of uh, the blockchain, especially related to industry use cases. Also some um, <clears throat> decentralized uh, financing systems, uh, but which will be uh, created as a framework for everyone to doing their uh, uh, distributed ap uh, applications. So yeah, that's maybe about, about, about me in, in the very, very short explanation. So just to make it palatable so everyone understands give us an example of how you're combining your modern technology with you know with tangible businesses okay so uh, one of them was my uh, last company uh, called uh, Elidus now it's renamed to Microvision and we focused uh, to creating new x-ray and uh, CT devices for inspection in the industry and also the services connected to this uh, uh, to this field. So we bore, uh, we created uh, the simple uh, simple X-ray and CT device, uh, which uh, was able to move uh, to different factories and borrowing these hardware. Um, um, even uh, other competitors uh, uh, didn't do that because the most of the X-ray devices was so huge and expensive, but we formed the small gap uh, on the market for simpler application where you can build the X-ray much uh, smaller and with some, uh, I, I will not explain uh, um, the technical details, yeah, but um, it had some point. And uh, then the company is borrowing it and the business grow. And we, uh, we bring, for example, uh, some, uh, some ideas from medical imaging to 
uh, X-ray imaging in the industry. So it helped us to connect to these uh, these fields. And it's maybe uh, interesting for listeners. How do I? Uh, how can I connect some medical things into into the technicals? I study uh, I studied a very interesting um, field in my uh, high school and also in university. It's uh, biomedical engineering and bioinformatics. So it's uh, studied on both uh, universities, like on medical university and uh, simultaneously in uh, uh, electronic and uh, information technology university. So you can. Uh, compare this uh, totally uncomparable uh, fields and uh, it can help you to bring something new yeah? because you see uh, not uh, in some uh, sp a special detail into the, uh, the whole fields because they're uh, very huge and you cannot study everything and remember everything. But uh, uh, even if you know some topics inside it and you can connect it in your mind, you can find the new fields which doesn't exist and people from these fields knows about it, yeah, but they doesn't know about the second one, so they cannot make this connection. Uh, for me, it's uh, the best uh, thing to study all technologies and listen uh, um, about the new stuff, uh, which maybe doesn't have a uh, purpose now, yeah? like the blockchain, blockchain um, back to may maybe 10 years, when it's uh, when it started, maybe yeah, it's it's about the ten years. You know, lots of people didn't know how uh, for what to use it. Yeah, what will be the purpose? Yeah, okay, so some IT guys uh, changing something, some keys, and it doesn't make sense. Nobody will use it. And now you can see uh, lots of uh, um, uh, exact cases where you can use a blockchain, and it can save energy. It can provide a distributed database, and you don't. Uh, you have 100% uh, accessibility to this database. And this, these are the very great usage, but back to past, nobody can't imagine. And my task is um, searching for these uh, new things which nobody knows or nobody knows how to use it, but it's fancy and analyze it uh, to some specific cases what I see in factories where I'm helping uh, with some um, processes or whatever and I see they have a lots of lots of troubles and then I think oh, okay maybe I saw some technology some cooler robot video or anything which can help them but they don't know about it and that's what I'm trying to do and how to bring the innovation for example from Twitter where I see some video to real factory or real business what I'm doing so I, I get the part where you clearly you innovated uh, some technology that was able to take x-rays and make it more portable, essentially. And that's great. I mean, making things more efficient, especially something as important as x-rays, that's, that's a great advancement in technology. So that's, that's brilliant. I'm a little bit confused on how are you trying to integrate blockchain and crypto, essentially cryptocurrency, with technology beyond the cryptocurrency itself? The blockchain can be used uh, as a technology without uh, implementation as cryptocurrency. Yeah, so uh, I can uh, I can split it and use the both of them because the cryptocurrency is it's very very good use case for blockchain. Yeah, but blockchain can be used as a storage or transfer layer, and with combining of uh, uh, with uh, cryptocurrencies, you can pay and transfer data. So you can also combine this together. So uh, the 
maybe easiest uh, um, example how to uh, how I can use it with combination of technology was the sending information to the ABP robot. Uh, I took one industrial ABP robot, which can uh, have some programs inside, and I connected with my framework what I'm working on. And uh, when it received the transaction with some exact information about the program, the robot start working. Mm. Yeah. So I paid him uh, with the cryptocurrency, but I add some metadata, which uh, holds information what program should be run. Yeah. I can use it in, in the uh, factory where I take some cryptocurrency, which is, for example, um, div dividable yeah, uh, very well. So I will... Uh, create some token, for example, on this currency, and I uh, can use it to uh, make the whole economy in the factory uh, in virtual uh, level. Yeah, so I will use this token as uh, virtual coins, and I will pay the robot. And when I repairing the robot, he must pay to me, or for example, yeah. Uh, so this is one one use case. Um, another with the technologies, um, it's uh, the case uh, which we are using in our um, one of our uh, one of our software is uh, licensing of this uh, software. Usually, uh, you have some USB dongle. It's like a flash disk with a license, or you have some license key. Yeah, and you will put it into a software, and it runs because they know that you paid uh, for, for the license. But you can see that most of the softwares switching from uh, the standalone licensing system and uh, or uh, architecture, or how, I don't know how to say it, never mind, uh, to a software as a service model. So you will pay just for hours uh, of using the software or month uh, or per user. Yeah, and uh, you uh, subscribe the software. But in industry, it's not so common because you have to uh, check the licenses um, with uh, the server authority, for example, each day or each hour, whatever. And uh, in factories, you um, have to provide the maximum durability and accessibility of the network. So uh, you cannot uh, provide 100% sure connection between your server and between the client, which is, for example, production line in automotive factory. They can uh, do 100% connection to internet. They have to because industry 4.0 is about the connectivity and changing data, and uh, there are too many data that they cannot uh, store it and uh, compute it in their network. So they have to do it in cloud. So I expect in maybe within five years that everything in the factories will be connected to the internet. Yeah, and with secure way. Um, but uh, still, uh, you need to have uh, your licenses accessible whenever, uh, whenever you want. With blockchain, you can, because it can provide you accessible uh, distributed database. And if I will send to this, uh, to this software some token with the license data, which will be signed uh, digitally signed by me as an authority, they can uh, check, or the client software can check it every time it's connected. Uh, doesn't matter if my service runs or not because it's already written in the network, and he can write, uh, read it. And because it will be encrypted, uh, only he can read it, so it's secure. So you essentially, I'm, I'm trying to understand. So uh, the typical way people subscribe to anything, software 
is through the cloud, like you said, and you pay it monthly and you get a login. And that seems pretty simple. But you're saying by using blockchain technology, it's in some way more secure and it's it's more uh, directly accessible uh, because it's not depending on a cloud. Is that accurate? Yes, yes, exactly. That's why it's possible to offer uh, to, uh, this to the industry because it, uh, if it will run just in the cloud, they uh, uh, don't want it. Yeah, you cannot uh, run the whole production line software on the cloud, but you have to find the effective way how to provide subscription of this software because writing software to production line is very expensive. Yeah, and uh, you, but you can uh, make general uh, maybe. 80% of this software, because most of assembly production lines uh, is the same and they're doing on some, some middle layer, they do the same things. Maybe they have uh, different cylinders or some actuators, but uh, it's just small part of the code. So I can write some common code, which I will offer as a framework, what I did, I, will, I can tell you later. Um, and uh, this, this software can be offered to these factories. They don't need to pay, for example, $10,000 to buy a license of this software and use it. <clears throat> yeah, they can pay me uh, when, when the production line is running and they're using my software. It will cost each production hour, for example, $1. So the uh, first investment into this software is minimum. Yeah, in, uh, if compare it uh, with today, uh, today creation of software for production lines, because usually they will hire some com uh, company which provide the services of writing this software, pay them the huge money and they will write it. Yeah, but uh, they cannot subscribe this. With this model, they can and still securely. What is the technology doing for the factory that's making it more efficient? How is this, this technology just making a factory profit more or you know more. conserve something that leads to making more money so explain that because as far as i knew factories pretty run pretty streamlined uh very hands-on right so you tell me how a uh, software that you can develop would make let's say a bottling factory more efficient mm -hmm. uh i will and through a little philosoph uh, in philosophic way and innovative technology. Yeah, because software, what I'm writing now, uh, will be um, old, maybe in three years. <clears throat> so I have to bring, uh, again, new and new innovation uh, to make, uh, for example, production much more efficient. And you can do it uh, with uh, several ways because uh, you can do it in the field of the quality. If you're producing in high tact, um, but uh, you were losing on quality 5%, you can increase uh, the, your profits with uh, increasing your quality. But how you can do it? You can do it uh, with putting their people and uh, they will look at each product and said, if, oh, the, there is some, some bad things, it's uh, an okay part, and this is okay part. But it's not too effective. Then you can buy some software, for example, camera, which will check automatically. You can buy the cheap camera and write uh, smart software, 
which can use, uh, for example, um, classic webcam and uh, turn it into a smart device connected to neural network. Or you can buy it from some producer, like whole, whole camera with software, everything prepared. You will just click it on some UE and, and etc. So there are different ways. But you can increase also the productivity. You can analyze uh, how long does it take to uh, move product to the next station in your whole production chain and find the bottleneck and focus to this and to redesign the technology or duplicate this station. Yeah. But you need the data for it. So everything is uh, turning around to the controlling software of, the, of these production lines. So after two years, I spent now in um, one automotive factory and it's very huge uh, automotive factory with uh, different uh, production, uh, production uh, plants. Yeah, they have 10 plants in uh, the Czech Republic and in each plant there are the different um, uh, sections, yeah. And um, each section uh, has uh, something specific, but uh, they have uh, lots of common in um, the way how the product is assembled. So you can design some common centra, uh, central software, which is smart, and um, you cannot do everything now, but it must be prepared <clears throat> that if you need to add a camera, you can add a camera and increase the producti uh, productivity in this field. If you need to track data, it offers you some connectors and some, some system how to uh, collect this data about the timing on the production line and provide it to some information system or cloud application which can calculate it and find you some anomalies and whatever. Yeah, so uh, after these two years, I discovered that that's the main point of most of the factories. Yeah. And they, they are now buying the, uh, the automated uh, warehouse, man warehouse man management systems or some uh, robots, uh, automated robots, but they're usually missing the smart software in the production line. Yeah. And um, it's almost everywhere. Just few uh, few factories has really, really uh, new and innovative software cores of the production line. They have a smart camera, but they're missing the transfer of the data and uh, signing this uh, data, for example, store it in, uh, in some blockchain to prove that they did the test. They can do it because they're using some PLC. Uh, yeah, it's a programming, uh, programmable logic um, computer or uh, small computer for, for industry applications. And they're not too, too smart. They can handle the production line, but uh, nothing, nothing more. And uh, this may be most important thing what I discovered in, in the industry and how to move your productivity and your profitability of production forward. So really what you're talking about is quality control in product lines, in factories, where this software can detect issues, maybe uh, like you said, a bottleneck from you know, this station to that station, uh, it can even detect if maybe some of the human element could be slowing things down or maybe where you need to add more human element to a certain station to make it more productive. So it's really all about getting some really instantaneous analytics on your efficiency. Mm -hmm. And that's that can save <clears throat> five to 10 percent can mean millions of dollars in a big factory. So this is what you're 
mm-hmm. you're going after, and this is the, the field you're entering because you feel that there's a lot of factories that have not implemented this technology yet. Is that accurate? Yes, yes, it's uh, absolutely correct. And uh, I had a chance to compare it because in my previous company, I sold the X-ray devices to these kind of companies. So I visit maybe 150 um, factories just in the Czech Republic and saw their travels. And there was the repeating pattern. So uh, uh, then I went to one of these factories for a longer time to analyze and more detail what is going on. And I discovered this. So I sat and wrote and or designed and wrote some, some software uh, for this production line. And uh, it's uh, called, uh, can I say the, the names? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's a, a PL framework, like production line framework. And uh, it can offer uh, or simplify some uh, creation of the production lines and offer you this connectivity, what I talked about. Um, uh, it's very, very simple to, to use it, but now we are testing in, uh, it uh, in the first factory and then we will continue and continue. And that's the software where we are using uh, the uh, blockchain uh, and cryptocurrency to uh, sending the licenses. Yeah. We choose one, one of them because they are the thousands and thousands, but we, we can maybe finish this first topic. And then uh, if your listeners are in, interested, I can tell some more details about the cryptocurrency because lots of people uh, told me in, in the start, you're crazy. This is some, some shit, uh, shit coin. I don't know if I can say this. Um, <clears throat> and I said, no, I studied the technology and, and as a blockchain technology, it, has everything what I need as a programmer. So I'm just start using it. It's also the cryptocurrency. So it's cool because I can offer it. And maybe I didn't told uh, uh, one very important uh, use case of uh, cryptocurrencies. It's the shared stocks. Yeah, Uh, like classic stocks when some company want to go public. Uh, I, I did the same thing with the PL framework because uh, I, I have some partners. They can provide some funding. Uh, I did some some money into this business into into the start, but now I need uh, to, to uh, increase uh, uh, the increase some funding to to move this project forward. Yeah, and I can go to angel investors and ask them about uh, about some some money into this project. Or I can offer some some stock, yeah. But nobody will list me on some public uh, public uh, uh, ex- uh, exchange. So it's much easier to use the cryptocurrency as uh, your shared stock. So I said, okay, I will use the Niblio. I invest some some of my money money into the Niblio, and uh, if I will use it, it will work. I hope uh, the other investors will uh, see my efforts. Uh, they can analyze my profiles. I'm a very transparent person, and they will see that this is serious business. And they can invest into this uh, into this cryptocurrency and help to increase uh, the, my part to, to some higher level too. And if it will, I can use it uh, to doing my business. Now, did you create? Is this your exclusive cryptocurrency, or this is already an existing cryptocurrency? Yeah, it's already existing cryptocurrencies. It's called Niblio uh, with a shortcut uh, Nibl, uh, like N-E-B-L. And um, 
it's kind of uh, cryptocurrency which is uh, similar uh, or compatible to Ethereum. Lots of people doesn't still see it because they, uh, the most of the people in crypto space uh, doesn't study the technology of the the exact cryptocurrency into the deep. Yeah, and that's not not uh, they are. Um, um, or nobody can expect it that they will be specialists in this field. But uh, lots of scammers on, on YouTube uh, just uh, draw them some <clears throat> some lines into graph and uh, they said, oh, something will grow and something will fall, but they didn't, uh, didn't tell them about the technology. So I'm trying to change it and uh, learn the people that even uh, this, uh, uh, this cryptocurrency was a little forgotten uh, I uh, can use it very well because uh, it's designed well. And, and uh, uh, when I studied, it's very similar to Ethereum because on Ethereum, you can uh, issue some tokens like uh, sub uh, currency on Ethereum uh, and on their uh, token standard. And Niblio has the uh, similar principle because they are uh, their own tokens with their own standard. and. If you hold some Niblio, you can issue your own token for some specific purpose. You can issue one token or uh, one billion of these tokens. If you needed them for your, their, uh, for your application, for example, uh, us, we issued a PLF token because we will use it to sending um, uh, licenses, uh, licenses into our software. Yeah, And I can use the specific... Uh, token, it's uh, compatible with the Niblio network. Uh, it's much better than uh, create my own uh, cryptocurrency because why would I do that? Yeah, I had to study a lot of code and uh, keep it upgraded. I need a team and all, uh, Niblio already did it. They're on the exchange so I can uh, buy it, I can use it. Uh, they doing uh, their development of the core technology about blockchain and I'm doing the second part building some framework and uh, some use cases for it and distributed application. So it's a logic, uh, logic uh, combination of our skills. And uh, it's not just about me, but also another developers discovered this technology and using it uh, for their uh, projects. So for example, one company uh, is using Niblio for uh, storing data from uh, agriculture uh, machines yeah, about the service, uh, uh, of this machine, uh, production hours, and these things. So it's, uh, it's growing, and that's uh, why I'm talking, uh, or talking about the shared stocks, because multiple projects invest their effort to use this technology in some practical way. And this brings the trust into it, because uh, what's the stocks about? It's about the trust. Yes, someone, uh, some company uh, like Microsoft will tell you these papers has uh, some value for you. Yeah, because we built some business, we have lots of interesting innovative products and we will be in here for many, many future years. And you will buy it because you expect that they are doing this good and they will continue to doing their job uh, good. So other people will probably want to buy it, these papers too. So you can sell it with higher price later. And the same thing in cryptocurrency. If I know that there is good cryptocurrency, which has maybe a uh, little bad marketing, uh, lots of people don't talk about it, but doesn't matter if it's good, I can use it. Lots of people uh, start to using it too. So I expect the price will goes up.
and my part is in the Niblio too, yeah, because uh, I know how to use it. And uh, I want to explain this uh, to people on some, some simple use cases. So for example, uh, I uh, created the chess game where you can store the moves on the, uh, on the blockchain. So I can play with other players by sending this token. I issued uh, the chess token and uh, I can send you these tokens and we can play chess together, <laughs> for example. And uh, this is just one very simple use case uh, to show people uh, in some simple way how to use it. And uh, also that this very similar to Ethereum, but it's much faster, it's much cheaper, um, yet it's cheaper. And um, so I, I will continue with this. Now I'm preparing a simple payment terminal uh, with classic uh, RFID card. So it will be same for people as paying with um, uh, the credit card now. For example, my father is over 50 and they do, uh, he do uh, more than 95% of uh, payments by card. He's familiar with it and the wireless uh, card, uh, it's very you. Very, very easy, and especially in pandemic situation, I think it uh, it decrease uh, the the connection between people um, via um, uh, classic currency, yeah, because they don't need to change the money from one person to uh, to another. So wireless card payment is very very good uh, innovative technology, and we can do the same terminal with using Nibdio. Uh, one of my framework because same as uh, I have a very framework for production lines. I designed the virtual economy framework, which is open source and uh, everyone can use it. It's uh, on the web page, uh, weframework.com, like a virtual economy framework. So uh, you can search it and, and try it by yourself. And uh, even for commercial use, yeah, because I think it will be helpful and it can uh, it can help to uh, bring the blockchain solution into application like the payment with the cards. So every every bank can implement the solution which I'm designing now. Oh, cool. I, I, I have a table with the whole schematic behind me, but uh, I, I'm, not, uh, I'm not sure if uh, people see the camera or, or not. It's just uh, the audio or the video. So essentially, what, are you, what exactly are you designing? A card? Uh, I have a, ta a whiteboard with some schematic how to design the payment system similar to payment gate of pay PayPal or Visa. Yeah, if you're buying in some e-shop, and uh, you can use uh, the same principle in uh, with the cryptocurrency, but it needs uh, some hardware. So I'm uh, using some simple prototyping uh, platform with microcontroller and RFID reader. Yeah. And uh, when you uh, store some keys and, and other stuff in, in this card, you can just um, um, uh, use your card, use your uh, PIN code, uh, which you will set up with the bank. Bank will use some of my drivers to process this information together and match them together. And with this small device, uh, it will <clears throat> make the digit digital signature of the receipt. Yeah, because uh, in, in some shop, you will take a bread, you will take uh, some milk or whatever. Uh, the uh, seller will tell you, okay, you have to pay me 10 of whatever currency is it. It doesn't matter if it's dollar or it's a, if it's Niblio because it's 
almost the same. It's uh, almost about the trust. Yeah. And um, because of the inflation of any, any currency, you cannot trust maybe anything. <laughs> you, uh, in, in modern world, it's very hard to trust trust the people but so you're making a cent you're making a credit card or really a debit card is it exclusively for neblio or for any cryptocurrency yeah now it will be just for neblio because the environment needs to sending the tokens between it and neblio, neblio has this envir environment with tokens but the framework i designed uh, can use more than 20 cryptocurrencies now yeah, I uh, didn't implement uh, drivers for all of them, but I'm using one uh, open source library which can connect uh, these cryptocurrencies and use uh, signing of transactions. So, so but, wait, uh, Thomas, does that exist right now already? Does Bitcoin have its own debit card or do any other cryptocurrencies have its own card? I don't know and I don't matter because it will be... Uh, important in future so may uh, i expect that uh, there will be lots of teams which uh, they work on the same or similar solution but one thing what i learned in history uh, if uh, in my professional history as uh, start this project uh, with uh, just um, limited research yeah to don't see uh, too many of different solutions because then you can uh, take some of them and just upgrade it. But if you don't see lots of them, you can bring your own solution. So uh, at first, uh, if it's not so difficult, I will start to designing some of my solution, how I see it uh, from my, uh, my side of view. And uh, then I will implement some prototype and uh, check if it works okay. If it works, I will do the research and compare it with the competitors and see the differences. Yeah. And then I can upgrade it or, <clears throat> or cooperate with them, whatever. So if they will do it, uh, it will be good because uh, at first it will confirm that I'm not doing some, some stupidity. Yeah. So every time when I see some competitors, I'm so happy for them because they already did a research and proved that it's probably not some, some, uh, stupidity and uh, it it can work because they uh, work on that too so i can continue and it can motivate me and i can learn from that so uh, i expect that they <laughs> they work on it and i when i will finish it i hope it will works and if it will works and i i uh, believe that because i every time i believe what i'm doing uh, so people can can just download it, uh, download it, and connect it. For example, to their eShop, like extension. Yeah, I found one platform which is also open source, and you can build a very simple eShop with it. And uh, if you have it, you will just install it, and it will be same usage as a PayPal. But it will uh, always need some. Uh, how to call it maybe trust house like bank or like paypal right who will be uh, the uh, the stable uh, and trustable partner for the people to um, uh, to uh, keep their money in there like in classic bank account because if you want uh, we, we uh, if we want to bring the cryptocurrencies uh, like payments uh, modern and innovative payment system to everyday people uh, we have to start with uh, the similar things uh, what they are using now 
Yeah, that's why I mentioned my father because he uh, he's now uh, able to pay with a uh, credit card uh, almost everywhere. Yeah, but if we will tell him you will pay with your mobile phone, okay, it, he it will scare him because he uh, probably don't trust this technology too much to to share the passwords and and bank account with the phone. Young, younger generation will do it without any trouble, but we have to think about our parents, about their parents, yeah, and uh, bring the system to whole community. And this can help. This can be some, some bridge between it. Because, uh, for example, my father can go to the bank and tell them, uh, I have a check, uh, check crowns account in here, I have a euro uh, account in here and USD uh, account in here, and I want some cryptocurrency account in here. Uh, can you offer me Niblio account? And they will say, okay, yes, we can. They will create the address in their server for him. They said, okay, we have a secured server, so don't worry, uh, no, no hackers can access it, same as your classic account. Yeah, with your uh, fiat uh, uh, currency. So don't worry about it. You can access your classic uh, online uh, access to your accounts as you do now, and you will just see another uh, line, new Niblio account. Yeah, and it will be some number, same as you see some dollars. It's just a number on the screen. Yeah, and you have to feel securely if you're watching it or manipulate uh, with it. And uh, the bank can use this framework to provide the transactions or with combination of uh, hardware, which I'm working on, uh, they can provide it to uh, shops and sellers um, or some marketplaces, uh, which can use it uh, same way as a classic card uh, terminal, what they're using now. Because if you have a store, and you want to offer to your customers the payment with the credit card, which is kind of benefit for them, and it can increase value of your business. Uh, you have to go to bank <clears throat> and ask them, okay, give me this black box with uh, the display, which can provide a payment to your bank. Yeah, they will configure it, they will make some contract with you, you will probably pay some fee for every transaction, but it's good for your business, so you will do it. And now they can give you just a little upgraded, uh, maybe not upgraded at all. Yeah, maybe it can run on the same devices like, uh, like now. I will analyze it later. But uh, even if it will be new device, okay, just people go, uh, go and change the, the black boxes in these uh, shops. And it will be connected to the network and it can uh, change the transaction via blockchain with the bank to provide uh, the uh, verification of uh, your payment, what you're gonna do. Yeah, so you will, as, as uh, I mentioned, you will grab some milk, you will grab some, <clears throat> for example, I don't know, the can of beans. And uh, then uh, at the cashier will tell you, okay, it will cost the 10 of Niblio. And you said, okay, you will take your card, uh, you will just use it, um, input some PIN code yeah, to, <clears throat> to make a digital signature of this uh, uh, list of items and number of, uh, of Niblio, what you want to transfer from you, uh, your account into this uh, seller or into this shop. And it will go to one token to the bank. So 
again, uh, it's good because you don't need to connect directly with the server of the bank. So it's much more durable for transaction. And uh, if uh, servers uh, in the bank will crash, you can still, um, or some connection between it, uh, you can uh, still um, be pretty sure that they will receive the transaction because you're send sending uh, the transaction uh, with request for confirmation of, of this payment uh, to the blockchain network. So maybe they will have just a few seconds uh, blackout and then they will uh, receive it, process it, and send uh, another token back to the uh, to this terminal, and it will say, "Okay, the bank verif uh, verified the transaction. They checked your account and said, okay, you have enough Mibio to uh, to sell it uh, or uh, to buy these things.' Yeah, and then the bank will process the payment as now do." <clears throat> probably uh, the store can uh, request another currency than you're paying with. So for example, if um, uh, if uh, the store will don't want uh, the, uh, to receive the cryptocurrencies, but they want to allow payment with the uh, cryptocurrencies, there comes the bank as a kind of exchange between them. Yeah, because they can connect on their servers, uh, both of them, they know uh, exact, uh, exchange ratio. So if they will receive the payment uh, from your card, uh, which you will use and which will connect, uh, which is connected to some Nibrio account, they can say, okay, we can convert it for this seller to, for example, dollars. Yeah. And they will do the di direct uh, conversion uh, in their server because uh, they have to hold uh, enough money to cover these values. So, so answer this. Um how is this more of an advantage if someone's paying, uh, if someone has a debit card from a bank and it has euros on it, USD, and even Neblio? What's the advantage of paying with your Neblio compared to converting your Neblio to a USD or a euro and just paying with the USD or euro? Uh, it's much more stable than uh, the fiat currencies, I think, for future uh, in future view. Yeah, because uh, the um, why uh, the classic currencies drifting and why there is some inflation. It's uh, because uh, of the economic situation of these countries. It's about the political situ situation or some epidemic situation, whatever, and these risks are highly dependent on uh, the country location and their around countries. Yeah. But uh, if uh, so, so for the country, it's very hard uh, to keep the, the currency, uh, their currency rate stable uh, in compare with another people around the world. But now uh, all world is uh, starting to be connected. So for people, it's much more easier to do business around the world. They need much more stable thing, uh, uh, not dependent uh, or some currency, not dependent on the location and uh, their political situation. So if you will look at uh, it uh, in a mathematical or some statistical field, it's much better to use some, some currency which has the same risk, but distributed all around the countries because it will average. Yeah. So if, uh, in United States, it's my, much uh, much better COVID situation now than in Czech Republic. Yeah, we have a very bad numbers, and it's it's not good. And it 
it can affect our uh, the price of the Czech crown, but uh, it will very hard uh, change the price of the Niblio because lots of people in the United States use it, people in Australia and China, whatever. Yeah, so it will average the effects uh, in the global scale. That's uh, the one important thing. Uh, why people will use the cryptocurrencies in the future and no matter which one it will be. Yeah, but there will be some common cryptocurrency which can cover these variances uh, uh, based on location situation. Yeah. And another thing why the people should co convert to it is energy efficient, uh, efficiency and the speed. It's much better. Not all of the cryptocurrencies and from my side of view, I will I would cut maybe 90% of all cryptocurrencies because lots of them are just a scam or copy of some, some other currencies, doesn't have some purpose but good marketing and people trust it uh, but no no real usage of it. Yeah, And uh, I don't want to be uh, exact, so uh, I uh, it would be great to do some research team, some uh, very, very uh, smart people, which will sort all of these cryptocurrencies and provide some uh, some list for people and said, okay, these first 100 maybe uh, makes a sense and not by the market cap now. Yeah, because it's uh, affected by the marketing groups which do just uh, great marketing and must some researchers said, okay, this makes sense. Okay, this can be used for this case. We have 10 more, but this is much better than the, the other ones. So please use this one. And uh, this will sort of cryptocurrencies. People will stop mining uh, the lots of shits uh, which just consumed energy and also the electronic components because every year people are buying new uh, graphic card for their computer just to mine a little, uh, a little uh, faster or with more power. And the, uh, they mining the cryptocurrency, which does not make any sense. Yeah, and um, if we will lose this, if we will remove this effect, the cryptocurrency as uh, and blockchain, especially proof of stake. That's why I like Niblio because it's proof of stake. Uh, you can um, support the network with very low power consumption. Yeah, so if you will uh, use it for good purpose, you will uh, choose uh, correct cryptocurrencies, which has not just one use, but multiple use. Yeah, like Ethereum has a multiple use because you can create token for some specific purpose, but it's still based on the Ethereum standard and you are using the one cryptocurrency, same as Nablio. I can use it for maybe hundreds of, of uh, use cases because they have their own token economy. So uh, it's efficient because uh, people will stake um, on their computer Niblio to support the network and confirm the transaction, like one of the nodes. And uh, still it's a node which confirmed transaction for hundreds of use cases. So it doesn't, uh, it's not the same like building 100 cryptocurrencies, which uh, each of them needs a network like this. You have just one and it's efficient. So so I understand the point of using a cryptocurrency like Neblio that's more stable and it's not affected by local politics or a country. <laughs> but the confusing part, the confusing part to me is there's way too many cryptocurrencies. I almost feel like there should be one that is the global cryptocurrency because 
you know, let's say, I don't know, I go to, to Czech Republic, you guys use Neblio, but I only have Ethereum mm -hmm. or I only have Bitcoin. So having mm -hmm. so many currencies to me makes it confusing. And that's why I think a lot of people are still afraid to go into the cryptocurrency world because they're fabricating new cryptos every day. Like, which one do you trust? Yeah, which one? Which one? Right. So that's kind of scary. Sure. That's like someone printing dollars and fiats and euros and crowns mm -hmm. and saying, here, trust this new one. I just made it. Mm -hmm. I sold it to a million people. Uh, so I don't I don't see how this is going to work unless there's really one cryptocurrency mm -hmm. that's used globally. But you still see that you can have a hundred of them that are reliable and it's still not confusing to the consumer. I, I still think it'll be confusing if there's a hundred. Uh, I think not because it's little similar as the stocks. You can very uh, use the similarity between stocks and between the cryptocurrencies. Almost um, or most of the people knows the Apple, yeah, or knows the Tesla. Yeah, if you uh, will buy, uh, want to um, have a smaller risk uh, in uh, investing into some classic stock market, you will probably buy the Tesla stocks because they're doing good business or SpaceX. Yeah, it has a future, so you can trust it. And it's very easy uh, to uh, do the research about it and uh, read about the things which make, uh, makes you trust into this. But there are lots of, lots of another companies which are public and uh, you can buy their stocks. But uh, lots of people about don't know them. Just some special group, a group knows about them because they're uh, specialized, for example, uh, in some radar technologies. And they know that there is some, some company which uh, produce or design new radars and they're pub uh, they went to public. So he, uh, they will buy the stocks because they know it. But most of the people uh, other will not buy it because they don't know it. They don't know how to do the research about it. So in cryptocurrency, it will be a little similar. You will have uh, the cryptocurrencies, which has a unique, absolute unique technology for some specific cases. Like uh, iExec, I like uh, because they uh, can use the compu compute distributed computed power. It's very, uh, very nice uh, use case, but uh, they're not on the first place in, in some, some list of cryptocurrencies, but they are good. Yeah, same as Niblio. It's very, very forgotten, but good technology. So people who uh, knows how to use it, uh, they will find it and use it. Yeah, and they can skip five hundred other cryptocurrencies and focus to just this. Yeah, and um, so uh, this will sort the automatically currencies, but people uh, uh, need to start to do their own research, detailed research about what they're buying. Same as stock market. I don't want to go to risk. I will buy just uh, something stable like Bitcoin because it's it's so stable. It's much better than gold and it's uh, much more efficient, uh, efficient for the world and for uh, all people than gold because we need gold to uh, do uh, special uh, needles yeah, for medical, uh, medical stuff or for, for medical devices. Why should I make a bricks from it? Yeah, and store it in some in some vault. 
yeah, it's much better to use it in medical. And instead of uh, classic gold, I will use Bitcoin and it will provide a stability. And if my, for example, my father again, uh, he wants to invest in, into some new digital stocks, he will buy the Bitcoin. He will not experiment with another smaller cryptocurrencies, but he can trust to some, for example, bank or some specialist financial advisors, which uh, can do the detailed research and they can buy it uh, for him and much more uh, do, do some much more trading and earn him more money if he wants to invest it. And lots of banks and financial houses will do it and they're doing it for uh, now, not just for people, but also for companies because companies and also lots of innovative, uh, for example, automotive companies, they're looking for uh, the cryptocurrencies, but exact point what you said they're uh, telling to me uh, yeah we don't know which one uh, will be good and how many to invest into them and uh, we'll have um, this cryptocurrency tomorrow 50% up or 50% down yeah we don't know it and we don't know how to discover it so they're waiting for some stabilization of the market and uh, some real trustable uh, specialists from huge hedge funds which can tell them okay invest into this yeah and if you don't want to invest directly by our stocks and we are investing into cryptocurrencies and we promise you that we will be profitable into in the future yeah and this can change the the um, view uh, or look from the people uh, to cryptocurrencies as an investment tool yeah it's a similar like a, a stock market but we have to be careful because from czech republic history you can learn one one pattern which is very very dangerous uh, for cryptocurrency market and i see the similarity uh, of this pattern um, <clears throat> it's um, uh, in 90s uh, in czech republic there was the situation uh, where we uh, wanted to reconstruct our economy and make a huge privatization of uh, the the companies which uh, was uh, held before the revolution uh, in in the government hands yeah. And uh, the government, to support this, they issued uh, the, the something like stock books and, and you uh, was able to buy some stocks of some companies. But uh, there was a lots of lots of frauds. They um, create some financial advice houses and said, okay, give us these coupons and we will select for you the good companies. They created some empty companies with nice logo and uh, with uh, not web pages. In the, they, they had it much more easier than now because the people uh, didn't have internet. So they didn't uh, uh, be able, uh, they wasn't able to weren't able to do their own research yeah, in detail. Now, uh, fortunately, now they can, yeah, but they don't do it. <laughs> it's maybe the difference uh, because in, uh, people in the 90s in Czech Republic, they lost a lots, of, lots of money on that. On that yeah. And they've never get it back. And uh, then it um, creates, uh, created uh, the block in their mind to invest into the stocks. Yeah, it was great tool designed to uh, improve our economy after the revolution. Yeah, the borders were opened, and these uh, scammers and frauds totally destroyed the trust into the stock market for maybe ten or fifteen years in Czech Republic. Now, uh, the uh, the people who were 
uh, now, now about uh, 50, now they start to investing into the stocks. Yeah. But after 10 or 15 or 20 years after rebuilding of the trust into the stock uh, market as an investment tool for them to uh, keep their money earning for them and for factories to um, get some money for building their business. Yeah. And I think the similar situation can repeat in the cryptocurrency market because there are lots of groups with just earning the money about uh, unknowledge of uh, other people. And uh, they can uh, damage the trust uh, to the cryptocurrencies and blockchain as a technology. And it would be very, very bad to see that. So I hope it, does, uh, it uh, will not happen but uh, for example, I was little little shocked uh, by Elon Musk because uh, if if you watch uh, Elon Musk uh, Twitter, he wrote a lot about Dogecoin coin, and Doge. Uh, yeah, it's maybe popular, but it's not so useful. <laughs> so uh, it's uh, this is the bad example. <laughs> This, uh, I, I think it's a bad example, and I, I don't understand uh, that uh, maybe there is some another uh, uh, thought, uh, yeah, and he wanted to learn people uh, that this was just a joke, because he, uh, uh, he, he already said that uh, he knows that uh, Dogecoin is uh, or was created as a joke. He said that. But he's still uh, writing about it and people buying, buying, buying. They doesn't study it because the Elon Musk said it. They trust into it. But uh, he can uh, write about the much more, um, uh, much more useful currencies, and he uh, he didn't uh, he don't do it. So I I don't understand it. And uh, it will be interesting how he will continue in their acti uh, in his activities in the cryptocurrencies. Because now it doesn't make sense. He wants uh, to use this tool in uh, in the Mars, and uh, he needs something durable. I expect that the people like uh, he he is. He has uh, lots of teams of great researchers which can do uh, the great research and uh, learn people because he has the medial power to to do it. He can tell this is useful, yeah, and tell people. Uh, why it's useful, not because he will just do some uh, some cover of the magazine with uh, Doge uh, and uh, uh, I'm, I'm very, very excited uh, about the information from him because I think uh, it's just some start and uh, it would be great to, to talk with him, but uh, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know if he uh, would be uh, interested to talk about these topics uh, but maybe, maybe yes. If if he will listen this podcast, he can answer me on on a Twitter. He he can find me very easily through the name Leo. Well, maybe maybe he can. Uh, when you revolutionize uh, factories and their efficiency, mm -hmm. he'll come looking for you. So you never know. Yeah, he should because uh, I already tried to reach him uh, on on the Twitter because I shared uh, the lots of information about the production line framework. It's for automotive factories. Yeah, it's uh, it can work on the production lines uh, in his factory, and I also designed uh, some schematic. Which uh, I don't. Uh, I will ask you. Uh, do you know Tomasz Batya uh, Shoe Company? Batya Batya Shoe Company. Do you know Do you know it? 
No. Okay, I will explain it because uh, he's starting to do the same thing and I designed the concept and I draw it on table and, and share it on my Twitter, how to use uh, Niblio, uh, how to use the production line software I designed, how to use his factories to create the stable trustful nodes yeah, and create the base of the network. Yeah, uh, and how to connect it uh, to the villages, which will be connected to the factories, same as Tomáš Batia did. Because in Czech Republic, we uh, used to have a great uh, or almost amazing entrepreneur uh, called Tomáš Batia. In uh, 1920s, he started um, uh, with uh, his uh, sister and, and brother, they, they started uh, the shoe company. And after tens of years, uh, they was uh, in, in all countries around the world. Yeah, for example, Tomas Batia. How do you spell it? Uh, Tomas uh, B A T A. Yeah, like Bata uh, and Bata Shoe Company. And he built lots of factories and whole cities, for example, in Brazil. There is a, um, a city called Batava, and it was built because he built uh, there uh, the factory. And he uh, needs uh, the houses for the people who works in the factory and school and also hospital. So he built the whole city. Mm. And if you look to the Elon Musk, he do the same in, uh, with Starbase now. So it's a very similar pattern and it's working. Yeah, this, uh, this guy uh, did it uh, before 100, well, not 100, but uh, about 80 or, or maybe 70, 70 years ago. He did it, yeah, with their technologies, without a, a Microsoft Excel, without the emails. He, he was the first man who used the private jet uh, for the business trips wow. in the world. Wow. Yeah. But lots of people doesn't know about him, and uh, most of the modern uh, modern um, entrepreneurs can learn from from his ideas. Yeah, same as uh, from Ford and uh, another another successful uh, successful businessman. So I see the sim uh, nice similarity between the Elon Musk and between the Tomas Batia. And uh, I'm very glad to see uh, he started building the Starbase because the same copy of, of the Starbase he will just put into the Mars. Yeah. He will need the factory. He will need some, some ecosystem between the factory and between the village. And it can coexist. If I ever speak to Elon, I'll definitely uh, get in touch with you. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, maybe he will contact me, and if not, I can I can visit him because I'm planning to move to United States. Uh, it will take me some some few months, but uh, I used to spend there uh, some uh, some few months in the past, and uh, it was in San Francisco and Minnesota. <clears throat> so I'm um, I, I have some friends in there, and uh, I think for. Uh, the things what I'm doing now, like software architectures and uh, designing uh, the software connected to blockchain, it's uh, it's much more uh, much better uh, better uh, place uh, to start uh, my business activities than in Czech Republic, especially uh, no, especially uh, the Czech Republic uh, is a very innovative country and we have lots of uh, IT companies, but still, if I compare it with uh, San Francisco Bay Area. 
you cannot compare it. So for me, uh, if I uh, don't have uh, my, my own family now, I have just two cats. They, they just dropped my whiteboard now. Uh, but um, uh, I, I don't have some uh, something which holds me in the Czech Republic. So I'm expecting I will move this year to United States. But now it's uh, I think it's stopped because of COVID. But uh, I have to sell the house and I have some few things to do before I will move. Yeah. But uh, until the end of uh, this year, I will be in uh, located in San Francisco and I will start to finding new partners. Partners, uh, especially for Niblio, because now I'm writing uh, the whole framework, which offers me possibility to connect to Niblio almost everything I want. Yeah, and I think uh, there will be lots of uh, lots of partners in the United States, uh, and not just in the United States. But uh, I want to focus uh, uh, at first uh, to states because uh, Niblio is uh, made by uh, people from United States. So it's United States located product. So I think it's good to uh, offer the first implementation uh, in there. And uh, these partners, they do great softwares, for example, accountant softwares or some games or whatever. And I can offer them that I know how to connect it with the blockchain. So that's what I'm going to do and uh, why I will move. And also I want to see a, a I want to see a C, <laughs> so um, it, it will be some some new adventure in, in my life to to move it for a few years into the states. Well, you you, you might have your first U, U.S. partner right here. <laughs> Great to hear. Uh, I, I would, I'm 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 here. I'm here. You gave you uh, gave, uh, and you, you're located in New York. Yeah, we're in. I'm in uh, New York. In New York, you are located. Yeah, oh. I'm in New York. I would love to visit New York because uh, I play piano and I love jazz. And in New York, you have so many, so many good places to to uh, go to listen to jazz and and learn this uh, this amazing things from from the real musicians. So uh, I, I'm planning to uh, to move between the cities where the jazz was located. And New York is one of uh, one of my my huge uh, <laughs> huge goal in my to do list where to visit. So. So um, uh, I will be glad to meet you personally and, and grab some coffee or beer and, and talk about well, almost everything. Yeah, because um, okay. Well, I, I can't wait. I mean, you you gave my brain a workout. I mean, my brain right now. I don't know if you can see a vein right here, but it's like <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Uh, but I I think you have a brilliant mind, and you know I appreciate the fact you're you're trying to make everything efficient, which essentially helps everything along, whether you're in a medical factory or an automotive factory. Um, mm -hmm. We need more efficiency. And we also need uh, blockchain to be um, more useful instead of looking mm -hmm. at it's just a currency. And you clearly, you have found ways to make uh, cryptocurrency way more useful, uh, more mm -hmm. than what I even realized. And I think most people don't realize there's way more uses to, to cryptocurrency than just it being a, cur a currency itself, that you got to hope it mm -hmm. explodes and you make money. Uh, but it's more important than that, um, which you clearly explained. And I hope the audience can really mm -hmm. comprehend that, um, you know, how crypto can be used. Uh, certain kinds of cryptos have built in mechanisms where you can, um, you know, you can put in software and uh, secure secure your softwares and subscriptions, 
and just have a lot of space and it's traceable and it doesn't shut down like some service. So I, I learned a whole lot. I think you're brilliant and I want to stay talking to you. And like I said, I'm not lying. I might be that first partner that can help implement some of your ideas. So I hope we can talk after this and see how we might be able to help each other. Um, so I, I appreciate you came, you came on our podcast, Tomas. Uh, you definitely educated the hell out of me. Uh, my head, literally, my brain is swollen right now. I'm going to have to ice it down. And, uh, and okay. <laughs> But I appreciate that. Uh, it's been a while. I'm just, I, I, I'm just dated. I'm, I'm a little uh, hyperactive, so <laughs> I'm sorry for that. But uh, your listeners can uh, can decrease the speed of my... I love it. It's but, not my fault. So, okay. It's not my fault I'm stupid. <laughs> no, you're not stupid. You're asking the great question. So I very thank you uh, to invite me into this podcast. And if there will be opportunity to speak with you again, definitely we should do that. And there are lots of topics uh, which we can open, not just the blockchain or industry, but also another. And uh, I'm looking forward to to cooperate with you. So it was really really nice to talk with you. Yes, it was a pleasure to talk to you. So. Uh, if you could repeat the website, your website, and also spell it out. Okay. Uh, about my uh, my website, it's a virtual economy framework, and it's ve framework together dot com. Yeah. So ve framework like virtual economy framework, and you can also uh, watch my my uh, Twitter, which is maybe most uh, most easiest way how to reach me and see my activities because every day I'm publishing what I'm doing. And uh, it's a, a physic tom. It's uh, like uh, spelled uh, in Czech. So it's a F, Y, Z, uh, I, K, T, O, M. Yeah, like physic tom, but with F uh, on the start. Yeah, like physica. Uh, it's from word physica. So physic tom. And you can you can see here uh, how the progress goes. Most of the things I'm trying to do open source, so you can download it, try, try it by yourself, and and maybe build. Uh, I will build some trust um, people uh, in some cryptocurrencies usage, as you mentioned. Perfect, so, Thomas. Uh, thanks again. Uh, I appreciate you letting us mind your biz.